0: Happy New Year everyone, Alan Mishra here from Vitality Explorers. My job is to help you take the friction out of staying vital and I have a suggestion for us to start this new year on and that is that we begin today to make deposits in our Vitality bank accounts. Now we always think about maybe some financial goals or other physical goals, we're going to go over some of that today, but I don't think we should wait. I think we should begin today to become savvy investors in our Vitality. Now, you can do that by joining Vitality Explorers at VitalityExplorers.com or joining us on Substack at VitalityExplorers.substack.com. Again, our purpose, the main mission of Vitality Explorers is to enhance global vitality one person at a time. Now, we typically start the, the podcast off with a quote, and this one's going to be from one of our buddies, Benjamin Franklin, and here it is. You don't find a happy life, you make it. You don't find a happy life, you make it. Now today, as it is the beginning of 2023, as I record this, we're gonna talk about three things. And number one is learning how to take a fierce first step this year. The second is to learn how to pursue productive pain. And then we're gonna focus on motivation and sleep in order to enhance our endurance or our ability to run faster. Now, I'd like to start off with a story about one of my favorite places on the planet, and that is the Golden Gate Bridge and the Marin Headlands, and this story has to do with how the building of that bridge began. And interestingly, it was about 90 years ago, on January 5th, 1933, at the height of the Depression in the United States, I might add, that the construction for the Golden Gate Bridge, uh, which, which bridges the city of San Francisco with Marin County, and what they what they started during that time frame, obviously it was very difficult, but they 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 finished it sixteen hundred days later, which is a little more than four and a half years or about four and a half years, and they had to pound over six hundred thousand rivets into steel to construct this almost nine thousand foot bridge. Now, I think we can channel our inner uh, Golden Gate uh, as we build a bridge to the future, and I was very lucky over the holidays to take a little cruise out on the bay. Uh, with my family. And I took, I think, an awesome picture that you can see on the Vitality Explorer Substack site of the bridge on a day when it was very clear outside. So check that out if you get a chance. But as we're, as we're thinking about what this year could be for us, I think we can start to think about pounding one rivet into some steel uh, as we think about what we could possibly accomplish. Uh, because our world is clearly filled with uncertainty. It's clearly filled with overwhelming stress and anxiety, and many challenging problems, but we are also filled with talented people with a variety of skill sets. And what if each one of us, what if every single one of you listening to this podcast today began 2023 with a fierce first step in the direction of your dreams? What if we began dreaming greatly like the builders of the Golden Gate and saying, What could we do if we dreamed with clarity over the next six months? What could we do if we just put fear aside and try to figure out how to best utilize our time, talent, and treasure? I mean, one of the things I think that's under-recognized is is dreaming uh, with enthusiasm. So you you have talent, you can have determination, but also enthusiasm. So what if we dreamed with enthusiasm about how to execute on whatever mission we think is best for us, or how to serve others, or how to solve problems? And the cousin of enthusiasm is energy and, you know, becoming either physically stronger or psychologically stronger. How could we become a better person? And then the final thing that I think we can dream about or work towards action is to love and strengthen those connections with others, friends, family, and colleagues. So it's, it's, you know, a lot of people dream about it, but I want to, I want to think more in terms of action. Okay. So thinking, dreaming important, clearly, but, In order to actually get something done, we need a process. And I've come up with one that's really simple. Again, remember, I'm an orthopedic surgeon and sports medicine specialist. I cannot make it complicated. So I came up with this idea of think, write, do. TWD, okay, so thinking or dreaming about something and then reducing it to a piece of paper, writing about it, and then actually executing on it, doing it, all right? And don't wait till tomorrow because that day is not promised to you, all right? 2022, I went to four funerals and a wedding. It was not a day, not a year that I can say was amazing For there was a lot of challenges, but when we start to think about something, that thinking helps us dream. Writing down helps us clarify our thoughts and then doing is what we really want to do. Action, right? So don't worry about making massive progress. That's why I, was, I started with this discussion of the Golden Gate Bridge, right? So there was 600,000 rivets. Now, if they started, and said, oh my God, it's going to take four and a half years. It's going to take 600,000 rivets, and then you're going to be done. Um, you might just have paralysis by analysis or just not being able to think how, how far it is. So what I want people to think about is this concept of reducing progress towards your goals for whatever is achievable in a given day or a given hour or a given minute, okay? Think about just pounding one rivet into the steel a day. Pound two if you can. Pound 100 if you can. But don't discount the value of discipline. I think we 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 too often do that. We've talked about discipline in the past, about how it's important, connected to your vitality. But if you double down on discipline in 2023 and worry less about how much talent you have, worry less about how much time you have, but just trying to be super disciplined, you might stagger yourself and the rest of us, the rest of the world about what you can get done. But like they said, you know, the first journey that takes a, uh, a million miles takes the first step and i want us to consider to take a first fierce step this year. And uh, and i mean by that is just to be, do that with intention, do that with you know confidence. So i i talked about this last year in the contest context of being prepared for greatness in 2022 and i think we've all been working towards this exact time in our lives. Um, we've clearly had issues and, and concerns um, but we, we have opportunities and, and I think greatness or the ability to dream greatly can mean a variety of things to a variety of different people that could just, it doesn't actually have to mean like putting a rocket ship on Mars or curing cancer. It could be just caring for a sick child, parent, or friend. I think it can also be making sacrifices in the need of others, um, and being thankful for what we have. Um, but just think about what is your personal sense of what you could be doing if you take that first fear step and move forward uh, with with the ability to think about that rivet of one per day. Okay, now we've talked a little bit about this at the end of 2022. Uh, it's hard to think a full year in advance. It's very difficult to think a full year in advance, but we talked about what if we can jumpstart 2023? Okay. What if, What about the next million seconds? So if you're listening to this in the beginning of 2023 or anytime, think about the next million seconds, which is about 11 and a half days. And again, this will be, will be repetitive a little bit for uh, Vitality Explorers. You've heard me you discuss this in the past, but the reason why I, I reduced it to a million seconds is you can think of yourself in about 12 days from now. That's less than two weeks from now. And then, you know, think about Abraham Lincoln's uh, famous quote, is the most reliable way to predict the future is to create it. So in order for us to, you know, take that first fear step to figure out what we could do in 2023, we, we need to begin by savoring our seconds and thinking with time in mind. All right. And lots and lots of different ways you can spend your time um, but when we think about how we're doing this and savoring our seconds or considering them precious, then then it unlocks the ability to do a lot of amazing things with your life. So you can read lots more about this on the Vitality Explorer Substack site, um, but what I want people to think about is to not judge their present self, but to try to embrace their future self. Each and every one of us has issues, concerns, faults, liabilities, um, but what if we actually thought about our adjacent future self, a million seconds from now and a year from now, if you can project that far out, what could that person have done? I have this idea of a to-done list, by the way, not to-do list, but a to-done list. What do I want to have done in a million seconds or in one year? And keep that really tight. Keep that to one, two, maybe three things in your life, but write it down and then they get after it. Okay. Now, one of the things we also talked about, we're going to talk about today is pursue, pursuing productive pain. All right. There's a quote from Muhammad Ali about this, and that is, suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. Oh boy. I love this one. Suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. Now, we want to push the easy button. We talked last year about you know just pushing the easy button or waiting for the easy bus, but Think about this. This is a little difficult, but think about this for a second. This question is going to be tough. What are you willing to suffer for? What are you willing to suffer for? For what are you willing to endure either intense physical or emotional pain? It's a tough question, right? So think about that for a second. I think too often we pursue pleasure and we seek to avoid pain. We want to be in we want to be continually or constantly happy and never in pain. But but I think there's an interesting concept to consider, consider because pursuing a specific type of pain actually can enhance our long-term chances of experiencing happiness and joy. I know this is counterintuitive, and I, I welcome people to make to put comments about this. I'm not suggesting we we're, we become masochists or just live in pain. But let's let's explore this concept of pain a little bit deeper. Uh, And I've seen lots and lots, I've seen thousands of people in a variety of types of pain in my job, my day job, okay? And I've seen people in acute pain from a fracture, I've seen people in chronic pain from arthritis, I've seen people who describe their pain as sharp, dull, penetrating, burning, throbbing, blinding, and shooting, okay, there's millions of different versions of how people can describe their pain, Um, but these are often associated with diseases and injuries and there's a there's also can be connected to a cornucopia of emotional issues or problems like lost love or lost um, lost loved ones who have passed on and and finally the one that's really i think the most one of the most difficult is lost opportunities but there's a different pi- type of pain that we overlook in our pursuit of pleasure all the time i think we sometimes we just forget that pain can be productive all right and here's some example examples so Pain is really a warning sign. Okay, so if you touch a hot stove, <laughs> you know, it's supposed to remind you not to touch the stove, right? So it can be a warning sign, but it also can be a motivator. All right. I see tons of people who are in pain and suggest they do something to help themselves get out of pain. So that could, you know, pain can motivate people to exercise or get out of a bad relationship or move on to a better job. All right. So it could be a warning sign, it can be a motivator. And here's here's something I want to think. I want everybody to think about. Pain can be uh, an, an important thing to consider enduring if we want to achieve something great. Right? Remember Mahal, Muhammad Ali's uh, quote there: "Suffer now and live the rest of your life like a champion." So I hope you've been thinking about, you know, what are you willing to suffer for? For what are you willing to endure intense physical or emotional pain? So when you want to be a champion, you're going to have to learn how to endure or metabolize suffering. All right. So countless Olympians, sporting champions, they've discussed how they had to overcome pain to reach the pinnacle. And, you know, you, you may be the first person in life, if, and please message me or let me know if it is, who's never experienced suffering. But I think all of us realize that suffering is part of life, so we, we need to develop a toolkit. We need to figure out how to use that as fuel to motivate ourselves and embrace pain sometimes as a pathway, I think, to a higher horizon, all right? So now, Muhammad Ali talked about that suffering in the context of training, and he said that he did not like to train. He, in fact, said he hated it, but he knew that suffering during training could lead him to become champion. And other giants have talked about this in the past, you know, and and one of them is Cahil Gibran, who's a philosopher and writer. And here's a quote from him. Out of suffering have emerged the strongest souls. The most massive characters are seared with scars. Boy, that's good writing, right? The most massive characters are seared with scars. And he knows that, you know, life can sometimes overwhelm us, but he's helping, trying to help us understand that painful scarring can lead to a steel soul. All right. Here's one from Helen Keller. She was um, blind and deaf. Remember that. Next slide, quote: Character cannot be developed in ease and quiet. Only through experience of trial and suffering can a soul be strengthened, ambition inspired, and success achieved. So Keller agrees, I think, with uh, Gibran. His pain and suffering can be excellent instructors, and we rarely learn. Now, I, I think we can learn from pleasure, but we rarely learn deep lessons from um, from pleasure. But pain and suffering, and trials, in I think enhance our chances of being successful. And here's something from Elizabeth Kubler Ross, and she was famous for uh, understanding uh, the the sort of the phases people go through in death and, death and dying. And here's here's her um, amazing quote quote The most beautiful people we have known are those who have known defeat known suffering, known struggle, known loss, and have found their ways out of those depths. The most beautiful people we have known are those who have known defeat, known suffering, known struggle, known loss, and found their way out of those depths. So she studied how to die well. She understands how to go through difficult and desperate times, and you can still emerge. And maybe you're one of those people who's caring for somebody who's you know going through death and dying, but she really can... Um, realizes that that helps to create in her parlance beautiful people so that gets us back to that question of the the day what are you willing to suffer for what are you willing to endure intense pain or emotional pain for so i would you know back to this think right do think about that and then i would then write down some ideas to help clarify your thoughts of what you think you would be willing to endure pain for endure suffering all right um I, i think pain can become our partner as we pursue vitality. And we can use productive pain to help us get up into what I call the vitality zone. So this is a disclaimer. This is an idea that I'm talking about. This is not specific medical or uh, other types of advice. If you're in significant pain or emotional pain, seek you know, attention from your personal physician or, or the uh, emergency room. And it, this is not a fun topic to talk about, but in the context of the beginning of the year of trying to take that fierce first step, it may be incredibly difficult for any one of us to take that first step. It may be painful, but think about what you will be willing to suffer for in order to to improve. Now, we'll, we'll, we'll crawl out of that little dark discussion there and then talk about you know, what are the things that we can do to enhance our ability to run faster or longer? So endurance, you know, uh, uh, performance factor. So a lot of people at the beginning of the year will talk about, you know, how can I improve my, you know, physical uh, vitality, my strength, my, you know, flexibility or my endurance. And I came across a very interesting paper that listed the top 26 factors that influence endurance performance. Uh, and, and most of them are not that surprising, but the idea is they you know they sort of broke these down into five categories. Uh, and, and these were uh, physiologic, nutrition, injury, psychology, and fatigue. And the paper's goal was to identify the factors that could help athletes optimize their training strategies. Now, often what I do uh, in uh, after seeing elite athletes um or taking care of them is to try to translate what they're doing for the rest of us. So uh, a secondary goal of the paper was to also help their coaches and researchers assess what types of things wearable technologies should be measuring to help enhance performance. And they used something called the Delphi evaluation technique. You can look on the Vitality Explorer Substack site. Um, And what they did is they had a panel of experts in a comprehensive and very structured format to quote achieve a convergence of expert opinions by employing iterative data collection. Ah, Lots of gobbledygook there. But what they looked at and tried to find is that there are a number of specific factors that a lot of people agreed on. So what they do is they take a a long list. They have a whole bunch of experts look at it. And we're going to go through that in detail. But here's some of the things that they found that were really, you know, very important total number of red blood cells and the ability to metabolize glucose received a 100% level of agreement amongst the panel of experts. Again, remember they're looking at endurance factors. So other things that they looked at that were clearly important were vitamin D status, hydration status, and the the ability to heal skeletal muscle tissue, and then not overreaching, not overdoing it in terms of trying to enhance your uh, endurance performance. But interestingly, motivation stress resistance, your ability to deal with stress, and sleep quality were, were amongst the top um, factors. All right. Now, the entire list of the 26 is on the Vitality Explorer Substack site. Uh, I encourage you to uh, look at that uh, and you'll, you'll see uh, the, the whole you know, gamut of, of what they found. And then they, again, looked at the beginning was 120 uh, candidate factors and then what they put this through is three rounds with the experts to come down to a report of what they call the consensus report of 26, uh, you know, factors that were associated with uh, max or with optimizing your endurance performance. And most of the paper focused on cr- critical things such as your oxygen consumption, lactate, and even your muscle fiber type, excuse me, bus- muscle fiber type. Um, but this idea of stress resistance and self-confidence as, as important in your uh, uh, endurance performance is something that I think is under-recognized. And so here's the Vitality Explorer analysis and recommendations. I think the paper helps us understand that there are a variety of things that, that experts agree on. And here's a quote from it. Studies focus on similarities and differences in athletic performance within families, including twins, suggest that genetic factors underlie 30 to 80% of the differences among individuals in traits related to athletic performance. Okay. So that's the quote from the paper, but sleep, motivation, and vitamin D levels are all modifiable performance factors. So how much you sleep, you know trying to enhance your motivation to run either longer or faster and your vitamin D level are things that are not all relatively uh, are things that you can you can change and too often we forget to optimize these factors when we're trying to improve our aerobic capacity and now future research is going to be focused more on the top 10 most important but i think i think what this paper gives us is a is a beginning discussion of uh, the the idea that there are 26 factors that experts agree upon that are most important. And then if you're trying to improve your five, 10K, your 5 or 10K time, or just your ability to run, lo- run longer or or faster, you, know, you can run through that list and look at the ones that um, uh, on the Vitality Explorer Substack site. that will help you figure out whether or not you are doing what you can in a most efficient way. And that brings us full circle back to What is Vitality Explorers all about? And what we're trying to do again is to enhance global vitality one person at a time. Uh, I do my homework every single week going through three or four or five papers to try and understand Uh, Is there value for your physical, mental, social, and or spiritual well-being? I then summarize that into something that you can either listen to, you can read, or you can get a text message newsletter that comes to your phone once a week through vitalityexplorers.com. But this is something that we are going to double down on this year. We're going to double down on the discipline of putting deposits in our Vitality Bank account, right? I think this is this is this is the beginning of, of 2023. Again, think what you could be in 11 and a half days, which is about a million seconds. Think about what you want to have done in 2023 and then work backwards and be very, very specific about it. So thinking about it, writing about it, and then doing it. So again, Happy New Year to everybody. Uh, it is an absolute honor for anybody who's listening to this to help move this forward. If you're enjoying what you're listening to, please leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you uh, get your podcasts. Uh, You can uh, sign up and subscribe at vitalityexplorers.substack.com and encourage your friends and colleagues to join us on the journey towards the Vitality Zone in 2023. And until next time, get out there and dare to be vital.